but there is a word from the Lord. If you return to your Bibles or your cell phones or your laptops or your watches, Pastor Will, I never thought Dick Tracy watch would come to reality, but it is, amen. <laughs> our, our lesson for this morning is coming from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And our bag of verse is Philippians 4 and 12. The title of my message is Enduring Life Circumstances. Enduring life circumstances. Verse 16 says, Rejoice forevermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Lord, we just thank you for another opportunity, Lord. Not that I've been so holy, but not that I've been so righteous. Not that I've been so good, because only thing I have is your righteousness. And so, Lord God, we just thank you for what you've given me today. We pray that it be helpful to someone that they may leave this place, not like they came, but go out a different person. Brothers and sisters, as Christian believers, I pray we wouldn't only use this time of the year to give God hearty thanks. The holiday tradition of Thanksgiving shouldn't be the only time to reflect on God's goodness. For we have so much more to be thankful for. I hope every day and every moment of our lives we are reminded to tell God, thank you. And a lot of times we, we don't even tell God, thank you, but not even in that aspect. We don't even tell your mother, your daddy, your pastor, your friends. You don't even say thank you to them. For when I look around, I see so much more to thank God for. Yes, I'm thankful for houses, food on the table, cars, clothes on my back, job, money, family, and friends. But as I look around, then I see people who are lonely, homeless, suffering persecution, their homes and communities being bombed, they're hungry, cold, mentally disturbed, demonically oppressed, people oppressed, people depressed, people who are outcasts. I see the elderly taken advantage of when I look around uh, financially. I see people who are spiritually bankrupt before God. I see failing justice, justice systems. I see no family or friends. I, I see hopelessness, those who 
have no dreams or aspirations. I, when I look around, I see all of this. But I also see dream killers, people who try to kill your dream. It brings tears to my eyes, and I say, Lord, thank you. Yet I'm more thankful for just clothes, cars, money in my pocket. I'm thankful for things that produce eternal value. Anybody thankful for that? That you've been born again, that you've been bought with a price, that you're no longer in the dark, that you're in the light. Amen. I'm saved. I know that's a Christian word, but I'm saved from the wrath of God through his perfect sacrifice, Christ Jesus. Well, our biblical historical context is that 1 Thessalonians, a book about how the Thessalonians had turned from Greek polytheistic gods to serving the living Savior. But persecution came for their commitment. It's just like us. When you all in, persecution comes because people don't like your Jesus, amen? Yet in the midst of this persecution, they were flourishing as a Christian church. But he exhorted the people to stay loyal to serving Jesus. Can I get a witness that we want to stay loyal to serving Jesus, no, no matter how much the government put on no matter how much the system put on us, we want to stay faithful to Jesus until he returns. You know Paul. Paul, whose name was Saul, he was a great missionary. He was a great teacher. He was apostle to the Gentiles. He, he was a great church builder. He had a great education. He had a job. That's most of us, some of us, and many of us, some of us don't even have jobs. They ain't looking for no job. It says he was shipwrecked and he was in prison. Yet one of the greatest events that came into the Apostle Paul's life that he had an encounter with the risen Savior. How, how many today has had an encounter with the risen Savior? He, he fell off his horse, and many of us today are trying to find the will of God for our lives. Yet the will of God is shown in these three verses, 16 and 18. We rejoice forevermore. Rejoicing is a Greek word called shiro, C-H-A-R-I-O. The Greek word means to be favored by a human response to God's goodness. The opposite to rejoicing is sadness and mourning. I want to remind you that whatever you need, God got it. If you need more joy, God got it. And he's waiting to give it to you. If you need more love, God got it. If you need more grace, God got it. If you need more faith, God got it. And he's waiting to give it to you. And I hear the old songwriter say, 
I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. For when praises go up, blessings come down. God is attracted to noise, but just noise by itself, God is not attracted to. God is attracted to when the saints get together and worship him as we did this morning. But praise and worship is due his name. Do we have any worshipers in the house? Because Psalms 100 said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord and serve the Lord with gladness. Anybody happy about serving God? Is you mad about your service to God? It's like come before his presence with singing. Anybody got a song on their heart? Anybody have a song in the morning? Do you know that the Lord is God? It is he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy everlasting and his truth endureth into all generations. He talked about having joy, joy unspeakable. The next verse is verse 17, praying without ceasing. Prayers can be hindered by so many things. It can be hindered by a sinning. Our prayers can be hindered by doubting and unbelief. Prayer should never be a last-ditch effort when all else fails or a genie in a bottle or having a lackadaisical attitude about prayer. It should never be a last-ditch effort because it's a powerful weapon in the Christian arsenal. Prayer is not about your position or your posture, but the position of your heart, knowing that we are in his presence. When we, we position ourselves to talk and communicate with God, sometimes we can't talk and communicate with him because there's so much noise going on. We must see prayer as a weapon in a believer's arsenal. Our prayer reaches the throne room of God and God dispenses his power from heaven to the earth realm by his ministering spirits. God, when we pray, our prayers go to God, to the throne room, and at his command and at his will, he dispensed angels. Oh, you think, you think I'm just making it up, right? You think I'm just saying something, right? But I got evidence, Pastor Will. I got some evidence. It says, it says, it says that serving, ministering spirits are serving angels. They don't do nothing on their own. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all unto the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't be out here doing things on your own. Amen, Wells? Amen. It says, Hebrews 1 and 14, Peter was chained in prison while the church prayed. You, 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 people talk about the church, but when the church prayed, 
The, the Peter came out to prison, amen? God brought him out to prison, and the people who were praying for him didn't even believe their prayer. <laughs> it says Daniel was in the lion's den, and God protected him from being eaten up by the lion. But it was when Daniel prayed, it says, we don't worship angels, for they are our fellow servants, but we worship God Almighty, Revelation 22 and 9. The angels ministered to Jesus when he was tempted and encouraged in the desert, Matthew 4. But this is a great one. 2 Kings 6, Elijah prayed. And the rain, it didn't rain. Because of a prayer, it didn't rain for three and a half years. Oh, we, what kind of prayer is that? I, I want to experience that kind of prayer where, where when I pray, things happen, amen? I know we got some prayer warriors in here. I know we got some intercessors, don't we? It says, in everything, give thanks. The ability of the believer to communicate with God or the universe without being interrupted which means staying in the presence of the Lord. Prayer is not about a position or a posture. Prayer is not about being heard by mumbling, chanting, or giving a laundry list to God. But we have confidence knowing that you are talking to a true and a living God. We're not praying to statues. We're not praying to trees. We're not praying as the water flows. But we praying to a true and living God. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof and everything within, bless his name. It says we serve a God that ne neither slumbers nor sleeps. I'm like, all these situations, God, you don't take a break. All these situations, you don't take a break. You, you hear everyone's prayer, Lord? It says, the songwriter says, I call on the Lord and got an answer. How many called on them in their life? How many got an answer from God, amen? I can't tell how many got an answer from God when you pray. Verse 18 says, in everything, in every situation or circumstance, give God thanks. A lot of people get that screwed up, but not for everything. Because we know that life has struggles and that God is not the author of evil nor confusion. But he allows evil to exist for his glory. But while we are yet in our situation, God strengthens us. God matures us to things I couldn't go through two weeks ago, or a couple years ago, a couple of months ago. God gives me strength. 
to endure the situation. And it lets us know he is with us, for he said he will never leave us nor forsake us. Life challenges can bring pain. Pain is real. But God will not only help you through, but with you, be with you through all your situations. God would even make a way of escape for you. God will make a way of escape for you when there's hopelessness. When you think there's no way out, God will make a way. When the doctor says you have cancer, God will make a way. When your husband or wife walks out on you, God will make a way. When your job gives you a pink slip, God will make a way. When death comes knocking at your door, God will make a way. When your schoolwork seems too complicated, God will make a way. When you suffer through addictions, when you got the can't help, God will make a way. When there's brokenness in our lives, God will make a way. Romans 8.28 says that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. It's a caveat there. To them that love God. Everybody think they know God. But they don't love God. They don't know God. They don't know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because if they knew the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they would see the miraculous things that God worked through them. And, and that's why we can put our faith and trust in him. Do you love him? Have you tried him? We need a heart of thanksgiving from murmuring and complaining. Wow. Amen, Wells. We need a heart of thanksgiving instead of murmuring and complaining. Because murmuring and complaining brings a heart of ungratefulness, which will lead you to a heart of unfaithfulness. It's just like the children of Israel. They saw the move of God. They saw when the Red Sea opened up. They saw when they came out of bondage, millions of people crossed the Red Sea. They saw that. They was led by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. They saw that. But God, God brought water from a rock when they was thirsty. They saw that. God sent manna bread from heaven to feed them, and they saw that. God sent quail, chicken, Kentucky fried chicken, if I want to get silly. <laughs> but God, <clears throat> God bless you. God sent quail when they were tired of bread. God gave them land because of the sure promises of God fail of not. And after all of that, there was a sister, Miriam, the prophetess, Aaron's sister. She grabbed the tambourine in her hand, and the woman followed her 
and they began to sing and dance because in that place of deliverance, God got the praise. Amen. God, in that place of deliverance, God got the praise. Do you have a place where you know where God delivered you from, the time, the date, the hour? Do you know and you gave God the praise? What has God done for you? Is anybody in agreement with me? The songwriter says, I won't complain. Coach, God's been good to me, coach. More than this world or you could ever be. He's been good, church. He's been good to me. Church, has he been good to you? Is anybody here can say thank you, Lord, this morning? And then when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. When I start thinking, I start thinking, T-H-A-N-K-I-N-G. Thinking should lead you to praise of how good God's been. But the question tonight as I close, as we live off our faith in God, we must remember to rejoice, pray continually, and give God thanks in all circumstances and not for all circumstances. What shall I render? What shall you render unto the Lord for all his benefits? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. What do you have to render? The cattle on a thousand hills is his. The house yeah. you stay in is his. Right. The car you drive is his. The only thing I could come up with, Pastor Will, that I don't think I could render unto the Lord is giving the Lord my life and walk in the newness of life. Old things have passed away and behold, all things become new. I told the Lord one time, if I could get a do-over, Lord, I'll serve you, Lord. And he heard me and he answered my prayer, but it, but it took some commitment. It took commitment. It took sacrifice it took coming to church it took coming to prayer meet it took walking away from some things that i enjoyed to do it took some things it took some things and i knew it was god because i said lord is it i is it our lord that offended you if I was in a courtroom of law and it was a jury and they would bring the evidence, I could do nothing but say I'm guilty. But the great thing about the thing in the courtroom when you say you're guilty, that guilty brings about conversion. 
It brings about a change in your life. You, you start wanting to do the things of God when you confess and die to your will and live to God's will. In the name of Jesus, thank you for listening. Amen. 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 Praise Amen. God. Amen.